Hi, my name is Anthony Heinz. For the last many years, I've worked in information technology for large-scale companies and have developed a long career for multiple large companies, as they say. And I've had a lot of experiences, good and bad, and I want to share those experiences with you. I don't come at you as a, someone from, you know, that wrote a book and really doesn't get it and know what's going on. I come at you with information based on my career and my workplace um, experiences and the like and things that I've seen. So I want to I want to talk to you today about something that people have asked actually asked me to create a podcast for, and that is how do you tame the nasty coworker? Okay. All right. Well, we've all come across them, right? People that are just plain nasty and they get under our skin, yet they sit in the next cube or they sit in the next row, they're loud, they're obnoxious, they're, they just get under your skin, but you got to work there and you got to work with them and, and they affect your productivity and you're not sure what to say and you're not sure how to, how to end the problem and the like. So I'm going to give you a few tips today to help you to try to deal with something like that because... As much as we all don't want that to happen, it does, right? It really does. So the fact is, I want to be able to give you some tips that, that I've used and or I've seen used to help people that are that can be nasty, okay? Basically, let's start with the fact that there is no place in any workplace for people who are bullies or who think that intimidating behavior is okay or is motivating or their right to do. They are not to come into your space. They are not to disrespect you. They are not to treat you that um, negatively so that you don't look forward to go to work and get anxious. Frankly, there is no place for that. That said, much to my dismay, some people are just really not part of any solution and instead are part of the problem. If you find that the person is not willing to work with you, it is okay to just move on, do your job, and stop trying. Not everyone wants to be fixed or is interested in you fixing them. I want to start with that because I want you to understand that, you know, trying sometimes is not a one-way street, right? Both people have to try. The fact of the matter is, if they don't want to try, it's okay. Then you don't have to try either because the reality is, you're not there to have to cater to everybody and, you know, do what they want. What you want matters too. So the fact of the matter is, think about that. And if they're not going to try, it's okay that you don't try. Okay? This is for you to understand. The workplace is not, is not meant to be a family, and there is no written rule that everyone we work with has to be a friend. This is not the street corner. This is not high school. This is not places where um, you've grown up with these people and they're your friends. Workers are co-workers. They are not always going to be your friends. They just happen to be in the same office. So let's look at that in you know, in your own mentality before you can start thinking about that it's you that's got to change or you that's got to fix them or the like. Work, the workplace is the place where people are brought together to do a job. You grew up with your friends. You know your friends forever. The ones who understand you from childhood and the ones who you relate to are your friends. Your coworkers should not have that expectation to you. Okay? 
Co-workers are not your friends. Unless, of course, they did grow up with you and they know you. But you know what? They're brought together to do a job. They were hired by HR. They were not hired to be your friends, hired somebody to hang out with. So don't believe that you have to have that type of relationship. They're acquaintances that happen to work in the same environment for a common goal that were hired by other people who really have their own perception of what relationships are about. These people are not there to have a relationship all the time. They're there to do your job. So I wanted you to think about that too, okay? Think about it in the respect of trying to fix everyone and trying to make everybody get along and the like. You know what? Some people just don't want to do it, and that's okay. They're just there to do a job. That's okay. That could be part of some of some of the nasty people's problem. Is everybody tries to make them, you know, get in, involved with things. Maybe they just don't want to do it, right? So think about that and think about if that's a possibility with some of the nasty people you work with that you want to, you know, get better. You know, there are some people that I've found to just not be into what I'm about and who see very little value in either what I'm offering or my interests or what kind of person I am. No matter how much I try, they're just not engaging. When I find people like that, it's on me to know when it's time to stop trying so hard and realize that there, are, that there will not be a connection. It's not a failure. It's a fact. So I limit any communication with that person other than work-related topics. You have to see the signals and go with them sometimes. It's not your call how someone wants to relate to you. It's okay. You know, some people just not into what I what I do. Some people, you know, just don't don't agree with me on things. And you know what? They've made that decision. That's okay with me. Okay. Now, sometimes a person can seem angry or just in a bad mood all the time because they just don't believe that anyone cares about the company as much as they do. So they seem somber and they seem like, you know, they're they're aloof or they're taken aback, you know, they're isolated because they just don't think anybody cares as much as they do. Let me tell you. You show that person that you are just as much, just as passionate about the company and is just as passionate about the job and their product and what they do and what their value is and watch them light up. See if that helps you. Understand, people that are isolated or sometimes people that are moody, they may just be really into what the company offers and they don't think anybody else cares as much as they do. Maybe the job is their whole life and they don't think anybody cares as much as they do. So they've gotten bitter. You know what? Show them that you care as much as they do. You might see a different person. Think about that. That's a possibility because I've seen it happen myself. Everybody has a passion, something that they love and really care about. What I do is I spend some time and talk with that person about what they love. And when I see an article in that passion, I email them the link to that article. It shows that you listen and you remembered. Sometimes people just want to feel that they are listened to. And when it happens, they become different. Again, people, understand everybody has a passion. It can be Star Wars, Star Trek models, you know, like car models that you make. It can be sports. Uh, can be gardening, can be can be things around the house, home improvement. Everybody has a passion. Try to find out what that what that person that you want to get closer to. What is their passion? Maybe you share that passion, and that can be the link that connects you. But understand that, as I say, it's not worth a ton of work. 
but it's worth trying to understand what someone's into. And if there's a connection, that can be something that works together for you. I always see if I can trust a person by telling them a secret, which is something that I really don't care if it gets out. Because if it does, after I made it clear that it was confidential and it got out, I know not to tell that person something important. Better to find out that way instead of information coming out that you expected not to. The fact of the matter is, is confidentiality and, and trust and things like that, they should not be taken lightly. And they should not be, you know... Assume that everybody has and everybody sees the same way as you. So sometimes if you're thinking about trusting someone, give them something you don't care about and see what they do with it. Because that way you're going to see if they're trustworthy or not. Just something to think about if you need to. Because remember, not everybody's there to be your friend. And just because you wouldn't be trust, you wouldn't betray someone's trust, somebody may. Some people are very tough because, frankly, this is how they were taught to be by someone important to them in either their work or their home life and have no idea that they are being negative because this attitude has gotten them some form of success. So really, why should they change? In their eyes, they are doing the right thing. So for people like that, just let them see the, your success being the way you are. No need to say anything. Just be you. Maybe it will sink in. Some people need to be shown at a basic level. See if that works. You know, some people have worked for some of the toughest bosses, the worst bosses, and they've seen those bosses or themselves get ahead because that's the way work lives used to be and that's the way uh, work environments used to be. It's not as much that way before, I mean, as it was before, but some people do manage by fear because that's what they were taught. And they saw the people that they worked with get ahead, so that's what they were taught, so they thought everybody has to do it. Just be yourself. That, And if you show the success to them, let them come around to you. Because you know what? People notice things like that. Sometimes it's just you have to do it by example and stop trying to change them. Okay? People can get under your skin only if you let them. You may not be able to control the event all the time, but you are in charge of your response. No one owns that response. Only you. Only you do. So no one should get to you so much that they get under your skin. If they do, they win. And you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself why you let that happen. You have to be above the fray. Be in control as that is on you to do. Get this, people. Okay? Somebody gets to you. They're just being themselves sometimes. So sometimes you got to say to myself, why am I so sensitive? Why is it me? And the fact, I mean, why, you know, why is, why are they getting to me? Because the fact is, if they do get to you, that's on you. Being a professional sometimes is not easy. So understand that sometimes you have to adjust. And maybe it's not them. Maybe it's you that has to adjust. Just saying. <clears throat> Sometimes asking a person how they want to be communicated to can get you a great response. Is the person a morning person or an afternoon person? Do they like face-to-face -face or do they like to telephone or email? Communicate with a person in their preferred way and that may open them up because, more because you took the time to do it their way. That may open them up to being more open with you because you took the time to be communicative in a way that they prefer and you took the time to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask and it only takes a second to ask. People prefer to be communicated to certain ways. Everybody has different ideas in that respect. 
So try that. See if that helps because that could be an issue. Some people hate the people that say, the, the types of people that say, hey, got a minute? Use the process and get their time officially. They would never get anything done if they had a minute for everybody. Set a meeting on their calendar with an agenda and maybe keep it official for a while. It's okay if that shows respect for the person's time. That said, start on time and be and keep it on topic. End early if possible and make and it may improve your communication overall long term. When you start respecting people's time and you start really um, keeping it tight and keeping your communications tight and keeping it, uh, showing them that you respect what their, you know, their boundaries and their, you know, their time frames and the subjects and the like, and you communicate their way. Believe me, you see people start to thaw. So remember, it's a long process sometimes, people, and it starts with slight adjustments. These adjustments you can make because that way these are ways to help tame people so that you can have a better relationship with them. Remember, got a minute can be a real pain. So deal with that. Use create calendar now, you know, meetings. Use people count people's calendars. Look for open times. Be organized and treat it as a meeting. That may work better for a while. For the jealous type of person who just relishes in seeing someone fail or sees people as a threat, just make sure that when they when they do well in a project that they get their proper credit. This will always assume they will always assume that you will take their credit, and when you don't, it may make them rethink that philosophy. That said, if they're a negative person that talks badly about you and you go out and talk fine about them, especially when they do a good job, what's the receiver, the person they're talking to, going to think of them if you say good things about them based on the fact they did a good job? My point is, it doesn't always have to be a confrontational event to you know, to the person or some sort of, hey, you got to be better. It can be behavioral. And the fact is, when you control your own behavior or you project positivity, negativity looks worse. Because if you're a real positive person and, and the people are negative towards you, that's going to hurt them. And, you know, maybe they don't even realize they're being negative. Some people are negative, they don't even realize it. But if you project the positivity, that's what you can control. And when you take the opportunity when someone does a great job to be positive and, you know, give them accolades and things like that to their boss, you know what? Maybe they adjust. And if they don't, you know, people are going to question what they're about. If someone that can be tough does you a favor, send them a thank you note. And if possible, send a note to their boss with a subject of compliment, telling the boss how much you appreciate what was done for you. There is nothing that I have found that I've ever found to be as great as of an icebreaker. That is because it was a surprise and people just don't do it, just don't do this as much as they should have. Compliments, showing appreciation for what people do because of the act they do, irrelevant in the person, it can be a tremendous icebreaker because people just don't do that enough in the workplace. It's a great secret weapon to build networks and build relationships. So if somebody helps you out and do it all along and do it often, Take a minute, send a note to their boss. Personally, what I do is I have a compliment template in a, in a file. 
that I just take and tweak when I have when I'm going to send a compliment. And the fact of the matter is, change the name, change change a few words. There it goes. Boom. Email done. Keep the templates. Always helps you. Just a thought. Think about that. Compliments do a really really a lot of things to um, to help you to maintain relationship now that said I talked about positivity don't overdose someone on positivity or what you want to do what you want to do for them or things like uh, you would want to hear from someone they're not you the person may see that as condescending and not of any type of value because they're not into that type of communication Take your cues from how they communicate to others and don't force it. Not everyone is like you, just the way it is. Okay, everyone, understand this, okay? Just because you like uh, communicated to, to be communicated to a certain way doesn't mean everybody does. So think about that. Respect the way people like to be communicated to and don't overdose them on positivity. Some people put their finger in their mouth and gag because they think it's too much. Keep that in mind. Some people are introverts, and others are extroverts, and both are fine. Just understand that each person has a preference in either direction and does not need you to change them. Be okay with the person that they are, and don't take quiet for aloof or loud or obnoxious, or loud for obnoxious. Sometimes quiet is just quiet, and loud is just loud. No deep meaning. It just is. Introverts and extroverts, keep that in mind, because you know what? That's who a person is. And it's and it's something that you should adjust to. Make sure that all the people are invited to office events such as monthly birthday cake celebrations. Reaching out to make sure that the tough person attends shows that you care and may just open a door. Never assume that the person does not want to go. Maybe they're just a hard worker that needs a reminder that these events are for everyone. That said, if they don't come, just let them be. It's okay, you tried. Maybe they'll come next month. The fact is, these things, you know, birthday cakes or um, celebration of somebody having an anniversary or things like that are real, real ways to bring people together for a quick celebration because people like celebrations. Now, you know, it also brings people together to talk a little bit, but, you know, if somebody, if you're seeing somebody doesn't come, and that person, the tough person, go over and try to get them. Or go over and ask them quietly. Or maybe beforehand ask them. Because you know what? Some people are just hot workers. So into their work, they don't realize what's going on and need to be told. Just a thought. Maybe they come next this month. Maybe they come next month. Who knows? Another possible tact is for you to let the person know how you like to be communicated to and how you work best. That way you've made it clear how you are comfortable being spoken to or addressed, and that way there's no confusion. Be clear with this. At least you provide a great guidance for how you are comfortable and do this consistently. Never assume that people understand how you want to be treated. Make sure that you'll make that clear and tell them the value and why, what the value is of doing that type of stuff because the reality is clarity is never a bad thing all it ever does is helps you to build relationships and and the like be be objective in your communication and don't fall into the trap thinking that everything is personal it's not the person really probably just doesn't even realize that they're being a problem if they do the problem is bigger than you 
Try taking a walk with this person at lunch on a nice day. Sometimes people are different people, even out of the office in the parking lot, because they're outside. Maybe they open up, you know, at least offer that, you know. And the fact of the matter is that, you know, take them out of the setting and, and maybe offer to do something like that. Because sometimes people are, are better. You know, they could be outside. It's a beautiful day. You go for a walk. Everybody, you know, you exercise and and everybody opens up a little bit. Just a thought. And uh, tell them that, give them a standing invitation that anytime they want to go, let you know. Just a thought. If you have, say, a micromanager that is getting to you, let the person know how you work and that this behavior is not needed. The person may think um, that you want them to do this. You know, the fact of the matter is it's on the person may think that you would want them to do this type of micromanaging. That's not true, but they don't, they may not know that they may think that's the best thing for you. It's on you to tell them how you are productive. So there's no confusion. People need to know what makes you comfortable and productive. Don't assume anyone knows anything. Be clear as to how you work well if that is important to you. Okay? Well, here's the deal. Some people just need space to communicate on their own terms. Um, it's okay to give a person that space and let them operate on their own schedule regarding how they want to interact. That's okay, too. You never know what's going on in somebody's life. Don't force it. You know, they could have a sick relative, a sick kid, or someone close to them could be going through something. Or maybe they're going through something and they don't tell you. You know, you never know what's going on in somebody's life. So the fact is, don't assume that they're just that way because that's who they are. You never know. Okay? Sometimes just let it be if you see that it's needed. It's okay. Everyone is different. Respect that. Don't overdo it. Okay, none of the above have been useful. None of the things I've said uh, previously in the last 20 minutes or whatever time uh, has been useful. Then it's okay to just let the person know that their behavior makes you feel uncomfortable and nonproductive. Maybe give them some examples of ways that you like to see things handled differently in the future. Again, people may have no idea that they're being an issue. Sometimes a wake-up call is all that's needed. You know, I'm giving you all different ways here. I personally, I prefer to give a person every chance to try to adjust via one-on-one -on -one communication between us. But it's up to you how many attempts you want to do before you talk to a manager. Let's just say try at least once to let a person know that their behavior is upsetting you. And if they don't try to improve, well, at least you tried. Then it's on you. You could try some of these ideas or you can go to the manager. That's up to you but give them a one-on-one -on -one and try. In the end, just know, you cannot fix or change anyone. Set the good example via your own behavior and treat everyone the way you want to be treated. That is what you can control. If a person continues to show negative behavior, you have to think that you are not the only person who has seen that behavior, and thus the problem will be solved in due course. Sometimes you come in one day and the person is just not there anymore. Companies solve issues like this on their own schedule. So all you can do is stay positive, focused, and productive. That is what the company is paying you to do. You're not the company fixer. There are professionals that get paid for that. Just control your response and do your job because that is what you're hired to do. The person doesn't own you. You own you.
okay? So the fact of the matter is, you're probably not the only person who notice this stuff. Okay, I've given you a lot of ideas here. Some of these ideas start with you and end with you, okay? The person is the person. That's who they are. I've given you some ideas to reach out to them, but some people are happy with who they are, and you have to be okay with that. And other people really don't know what they are projecting, so they may be appreciative of this. That said, you got a lot of tips and a lot of ways to try to make things better so that you can tame the people that just drive you crazy. Because remember, there's, in most cases, nasty people can be tamed. My name's Anthony Hines. Um, come join my LinkedIn group, the Anthony Hines Job Search and Career Help Now group on LinkedIn. Um, check out my Facebook page with a lot of uh, career and job search tips and check out my my um, uh, my YouTube page with a lot of job search uh, podcasts because all my job search podcasts are free because job seekers basically I'd rather they spend the money on food and rent than give it to me um, if, if you are working and you have a career and you want some of your, my career development um, podcasts some of those are available for a small fee, but job seeker stuff, it's free and it'll always be free because those people need their money for rent, they need the money for mortgage, they need their money to feed their family, they need the money for more important things. Frankly, I'll, I'm okay, you know. Um, I, I'd rather they spend it on themselves in such a trying time and I wanna be able to help them to get back uh, working because I wanna end unemployment one person at a time. but. So check out my job search uh, podcast. That said, remember, people, your career is your responsibility. Your behavior is your responsibility. So understand, sometimes you may think it's everyone else, but maybe it's you that needs to make a little bit of an adjustment. Maybe it's you that needs to look in the mirror. I'm not saying it's you all the time. Sometimes it is the world. Sometimes it isn't, you know, it isn't fair. But the reality is, don't always think it's everyone else. Take a look at adjusting your own life and then as well as uh, working to help others to adjust their behavior. I hope I've really helped you with this because a lot of people have asked me to do this, uh, do this podcast to help them. And I hope I've been able to help you get, um, get a plan of action to help you deal with the person that brings you anxiety and the person that really gets under your skin because you don't need to go to work to be uh, made anxious. Again, have a great day. My name is Anthony Hines. Please tell all your friends and everybody to follow me on podbean.com and also, um, you know, check out my podcast. They're all there for you. We have uh, many tens, um, you know, lots of podcasts out there. I've created them over time as I've come up with subjects. So, Come and join and uh, follow me and tell all your friends, tell your enemies, tell your friends' enemies, and tell all your coworkers to come follow me. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye now.